0: The tell-all fight that left Avery bruised. Plus, Lauren's got a bun in the oven and a feud with Ashley. And is Caesar going to the Ukraine? We have all the details and a lot more coming up on Ninety Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're
1: tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now with the buzz <laughs>
0: Hey there, 90 Day Fiancé fans, fanatics, detractors, lovers of the news. You are all welcome here on 90 Day Fiancé News Weekly. Thank you so much for joining us live. There is much to discuss today. My name is Christy Olson, and so many of you already hanging out in the chat. Hello, Kelly, Blue Butterfly, Jessie, Paula, crazy lady. So glad you guys are all hanging out with us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, because we do this every week. And by we, I mean myself and this lovely lady who you all know right next to me. She is one of the hosts of all of After Buzz's 90 Day Fiance After Shows. Hi, Linda and Tweet.
1: Hello. Hi, guys. So good to be back this week. All the drama, all the drama.
0: (laughs) We, every single week, we say we cannot believe how much drama, and every week they deliver hard. This one no different. Um, the longest list we've had of news stories in a long time. So we are going to jump right into it. Yay, I love you all celebrating that we got this started. You're joining us from South Africa, from Colorado, from the UK, from all around the world. Make sure you are sharing your thoughts as we share these stories with you because yes. we are starting off with, uh, would you call this maybe the most Talked about tell all fight ever?
1: 1000%.
0: Yes, absolutely. So we are talking about Avery, Rebecca, and Angela from the Before the 90 Days Tell All Part 2.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: It all went down on Sunday and Monday of this week, and we are now getting kind of more of the behind-the-scenes juicy scoop from all of these ladies. So we saw what went down on the show, but now Avery and Rebecca are claiming that we didn't get the full view on the show of what went down in this fight. Avery said on Instagram, Why didn't they show the part where Angela and her daughter physically attacked my mom? So making big allegations there, but that's not all. Check out this next... Picture of Avery's bruised foot. Okay, she is black and blue. She says, This is also what they did to my foot when they were trying to jump my mom, and I wasn't letting anyone hit my mom. Muslim or not, I stick up for myself and my family. We can't blame you there, Avery. And Rebecca's, of course, backing her up, as she did at the Mm tell-all, and kind of spilling even more juice, Rebecca said, we were literally told to speak up to each other. She's talking about how this fight all began. She said, Tim and Avery were doing exactly what they asked of us, and Angela went crazy. She physically attacked me by chest-bumping me several times. She did hit Avery's mom, and flipped the table out of the way in the process, which hit Avery's foot. Security is the one who separated Angela, and the rest of us and made her leave and then get this rebecca says we refuse refuse to film with angela anymore they filmed her segment separately maybe on another day but rebecca says i could be wrong about that but that angela went from zero to 160 immediately and it was uncalled for rebecca is begging us to please not glorify what angela said and did in during this altercation so it
1: was even hotter than what we saw on tv the thing is this is not new for angela I don't think she works well and plays well with others because all previous tell-alls that she's been in, she's been in a confrontation where she literally wants to get physical with whoever she's fighting with. And we've seen this with her and Michael. We see it at all the tell-alls. So I'm not surprised by this. And I'm not surprised that... They made her film self separately, mm-hmm. and they escorted her out of the building. Like, not surprised at all. One thousand.
0: Do you think having to be shown out the door by security is kind of the final nail in the coffin? Or that Angela gave 90-Day Producers exactly what they wanted?
1: I think that she makes for entertaining TV, right? So mm-hmm. pe- this is what people are wanting, right? They want that little bit of a Maury spin. Right. So I think that, you know, they... She's the drama. She brings the drama, and it was the drama and talked about for the Mm tell-all. Now, is it okay to actually get physical with someone? Never. Never. It's never okay. But that's why I think they didn't show the actual physical assault that she did on Terry. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not trying to be that show. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, we have a little more to talk about at that tell-all because shockingly, as shocking as the fight was, there was a shocking appearance that made just as many headlines.
1: The Jess, oh, there were so many because I I knew Jesse was going to be there. And we're not talking about Jesse. We're talking about Maria. But I I thought that it was irrelevant. Like, he came in. He didn't confront anyone. He (laughs) wanted everyone to know an update. No one asked. No one asked what you were up to. Not at right? all. And you're not even part of the 90 Day franchise. So what was the point?
0: If for him being the catalyst for what all went down, I mean, I think there probably would have been a fight regardless. Right? Facts, facts. <laughs> facts people. And uh, speaking of facts... We got a couple more from Avery's mom. This is
1: huge news. Yes. So, guys, we kept talking about the 5% chance that Omar was going to come to America. And according to Terry, Avery's mom, Omar's visa to the U.S. has been approved. Uh, They have to allow a minimum of 30 days for the processing, as you'll see in this photo. And the approval of this petition doesn't necessarily grant him any immigration and is not a guarantee, but it's the first step for him to come to America. And she says, looking like I will have an amazing son-in-law in in the U.S. much sooner than we thought. So congratulations to Avery and Omar and especially Terry, because I know this probably warms her heart that... Her family's not going to be broken up, and she doesn't have to worry about her daughter moving far away.
0: Yes, that was great news and a huge surprise. Also, probably something that TLC maybe wishes uh, that Terry wouldn't have shared. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> but she's an excited mama. Who can blame her? Right? Absolutely. Aaron smiles today. Said, "Yay for Omar." Uh Cindy Sue said Omar's a dentist which probably helped him get the visa. That's a good point. Yeah, and they are of course still kind of coming for Angela a little bit and they uh seem to agree that Angela gave TLC just what they needed for this tell all. <laughs>
1: Jules, Jules, Jules with the jokes.
0: We love you all, but uh, there of course is still some shockwaves being sent out from the other way Mm tell-all a couple of weeks ago, and Devin is still in the news. She made lots of headlines over the weekend, shall we say. We have all probably noticed the 90 Day cast promoting different articles on their social media. Mm -hmm. It's quite clear that they're getting paid to do this, and several of them have clarified that is actually their management company, I believe for most of them is the social media mafia, uh, who are posting these articles and that they really have nothing to do with it besides handing over their likeness and their social media to these people. So as part of that, there was an article posted on Devin's account over the weekend that that was uh, political in nature. And it the, the backlash from that sort of inspired her to go on Insta Live. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she's quoted as saying during that Instagram Live was, first of all, I'm effing white, okay? And I'm not racist at all. I don't believe America's racist. I think people say that stuff to start fights. And, you know... It's stupid. I'm so angry about this, and I honestly don't think America's racist. Like, I've seen very little racism in America. I'm from Utah. Where I'm from, I see very little racism. So essentially diminishing the role that racism is playing in America right now with these comments. And this did not go over well, shall we say, and kind of adding the fuel to the fire in all this was amongst kind of at the same time. Devin posted that photo of her dressed in Native American garb, which, of course, caused a bit of an uproar about appropriation. So she felt the need to respond and said again, I don't believe in racism, meaning I don't believe in people being racist, as in I think it's wrong. Not that I believe racism doesn't exist. Get that effing straight. That is not quite what she said. But Devin goes on to say, and FYI, I am a child of mixed race, too, so stop coming at me and calling me cracker and that sort of thing. So some major backpedaling there on Devin's part. Perhaps when she saw her quotes written out, she realized that wasn't what she meant or just that she needed to, you know, save her butt. But her fellow castmates took notice on all this. It wasn't just us fans. Check out what Avery had to say about Devin's comments. To anyone that doesn't believe racism and bigotry isn't still alive and well in America, just go look at my comment section. I have gotten death threats from Americans for the simple fact that I'm Muslim and whole countries are banned from coming here. Avery says she grew up in a very diverse community where she heard black people and white people... Um, all addressing folks as criminals and Muslims and terrorists and really just goes on to uh, talk about her experience with racism and finally says, for the people that stand up against the hate in this world, thank you. And I'm not trying to throw shade at Devin because I love everyone, but it did strike a nerve seeing that Devin stuff. So Avery wasn't going to let her get away with it, but this is a pretty carefully worded and um, not unkind response.
1: I mean, I'll say this. I, I did a red carpet yesterday, uh, Harriet Tubman, and ah. it's the Harriet story. And I think that uh, maybe Devin should go watch that movie, as should everyone. Uh, you'll learn a lot. Okay. That's, that's what I'm going to say.
0: Okay. That's, that's all Linda has to say on that, because I bet we could talk all night long.
1: I mean, it's racism. It exists. And for anyone to say that it doesn't exist, I don't know where you live.
0: Bible bus said, "Let's hear about racism from someone who isn't an American." Tired of it. Uh, both Devin and Avery are Americans. Not sure if I'm misunderstanding or if. You're implying something else. Selwalk wants to know: Is Avery attending college or anything? It certainly does not appear that she is. Happy mood said, "I'm a Muslim woman and was born in America, but I still feel the racism. However, there are very nice people here in America mm. too. Well, that's a that's a kind of a sweet thing to say, Happy mood, and a good note maybe to wrap that story up on. So, <laughs> listen,
1: talking about crazy stories, uh, Caesar, who you. You guys, I'm going to clarify that you know he's not my favorite. So apparently, according to a nail client, Caesar has gone to the Ukraine, what? and clarifying that as well, uh, one of his one of his fans or one of the 90 Day fans actually saw him at Doha. If I'm saying it right, airport in the Ukraine, and apparently Ooh. she claims she has some dirt on him. So she said that she met him on his way back from the airport, um, and. Has something that she wants to share, but she doesn't share it because according to what she found out, uh, he's still under NDA. So what people are speculating is that he's going to be filming another season of 90 Day Fiance with Maria.
0: I'm a little suspicious of some rando fan trying to protect Caesar and his NDA. But I do believe a client that came into the nail salon who talked to another one of the nail techs, because I think that's where the real juice probably is. Those people know what's going on in his life, right? And that nail tech did confirm that Caesar had already gone to Ukraine. Mm -hmm.
1: So we'll see. We'll see if we'll see him again. But uh, I'm kind of done with him. I think he should like the tell-all. You know when he said get lost and just walk? Mm -hmm. That's what he should do. Go walk and find yourself. And not find yourself with Maria.
0: (laughs) The chat roll uh, say they were shocked when they saw Maria and they watched it several times. Loved her dress. Someone says, Diane, OMG, I'm going to puke. Not looking forward to seeing Caesar hanging out in Ukraine. And crazy lady Amy said, yes, happy mood. I was like, OMG, she's real. I mean, I think we all were, right? (laughs) I don't know how they kept that secret, especially after all the leaks that came out of the other way tell all. Yeah. Like, how much threatening of the cast
1: unless anything happened there? Unless it was last minute, because <laughs> even the cast looks shocked. Yeah. So I think that they probably kept it in wraps from everyone who was not immediately involved. But it's been
0: almost two months. How did it not come out in the time since then?
1: Fair. Everybody you, wants to get
0: paid? Probably. <laughs> probably, it. Yeah. Jean in the chat said, Caesar, send me the money. Elisa said, I think... Maria was an actress. My goodness gracious. Simone TV, a huge shocker.
1: (laughs) That she's an actress?
0: Well, yeah, that she was even there. And uh, someone else said she reminded me of Anfisa, which is sort of what I thought as well. Uh, Pre-America Anfisa, shall we say.
1: let's go with that. because. Her, Anafisa, now I think she's great and I think she's doing great things for herself.
0: She is. And other great things in the 90 day world. Some happy news this week Lauren and Alexi announced they are expecting a baby. I almost just said finally expecting a baby, but, you know, they don't need my judgment. (laughs) They've been talking about wanting kids for quite a while. And it looks in this photo like Lauren's actually a little ways along Mm -hmm. here. So no report on a due date, but they were very happy to make this announcement and did it in some really cute ways. We're over the moon until... Until Miss Ashley posted one of those infamous clickbaity articles that we were just talking about on her social media. So she reposted Lauren's picture, the really cute one of the shoes, and, um, you know, with a hashtag link in bio for people to follow the the press stories Mm -hmm. that Ashley could get paid for those clicks. Lauren had a major problem with this, and she said, hey, if you're going to repost our picture, at least let people know that it's us that's pregnant. And if you're going to use my photo, I'd appreciate you, you know, letting people know that this is our picture, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal or doesn't really seem like a big ask. However, Ashley went ham (laughs) on Lauren. I don't think there's any other way really to describe this. In her response, she said, if you don't want people to share about your pregnancy, then keep it private. She explains that everybody was posting it, and if Lauren's going to come at everybody, that she'll be very busy. Get this. She tells Lauren, get over yourself and stop acting like a victim. While also congratulating her on her pregnancy, she said, go worry about more important things. But... That was not all. She didn't stop there. And a huge bomb at the end of this Insta story. Um, Ashley says, I don't have time for your drama, and I could care less about you or the franchise. Woo! Ashley has certainly changed her tune from when she was praising the production company on her social media and talking about getting a possible spinoff with them. This makes it sound like her time with TLC is absolutely done.
1: It sounds like a... I want to just backtrack a little bit. What exactly are these two fighting about? Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I, I get what they're fighting about. Okay. But are we really <laughs> fighting about posting of a photo? How many times have we repost and post and repost Well, and, would you Well, would
0: you be offended if someone else was profiting off of your news?
1: Well, I th- think that they all profit off of each other. They all do. Back and forth. So... In a way, like, I looked at it as "and hey, this she's announcing that she's pregnant, so I'm just going to repost it. And I, if I had seen it, I probably would have reposted it as well. Mm-hmm. So what's the fight about exactly? Because you didn't credit them? Like, I just think that this is something that went from zero to 360 for absolutely no reason. That's my personal opinion of it.
0: Mm, well, maybe uh, Lauren is a little, you know. Emotional right now. I don't know. I don't want to say anything insulting about pregnant ladies. Nope. <laughs> I, just think it, I
1: just think it's an interesting fight. There are so many, you know, fight fights. This is one that we, we can be like,
0: mm,
1: all right, girls, calm all down. All right.
0: Well, let's move on to uh, some real drama between Aladdin and Laura.
1: <sighs> Y'all, Aladdin was busy last <laughs> week. We're I still mean- covered
0: in all the tea that he
1: spilled busy. I took a whole day and I was just like let me just sip my tea right here real quick and see what he has to say. So he basically started off saying that uh, the reason why he got together with Laura is because she catfished him. And I'm literally going to read what he said. He said, I was cash catfished plain and simple. When Laura and I met online she shared photos that portrayed her to be much younger than she is. Her photos uh, as I discovered later were highly edited. Even she admitted to this during taping. But no one paid any attention to it. She told me she was 40 years old and I believed her. I did not even know she was using a... fake hair extensions etc when we met in person I was surprised but I already had feelings for the person I thought she was we had already decided to get married before even meeting Uh, how else would we have had all the documents necessary during this trip to get the marriage registered she wanted to say that the story about me proposing after a few days in a cafe because she thought it would make our storyline more interesting I discovered her age when we went for the marriage license and they asked for her passport that is when I saw Saw her age was in 50s and not 40 as she told me when confronted she initially gave me a story about how a mistake in her passport <laughs> had been made However, when the register. Try to hold your
0: laughter till the end, Linda.
1: However, when the register asked to see her birth certificate, the date was the same. She said the mistake had been in the birth certificate, and that is why it's in her passport as well. I did not believe it, and eventually she admitted the truth. I stayed because I already loved her, and I thought in the end, if this is the worst thing, I can handle it. So. He's catfished. He's already way too deep in and claimed that he loved her at that moment. And uh, the rest is history, Mm y'all. Now, what do you think of that? Do you think he was catfished? Uh,
0: They've both made so many claims And I can only assume that the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. And I think especially when people are first falling in love, they're willing to overlook a lot of things. You know, maybe he should have figured some stuff out. Maybe she exaggerated. Maybe... You know, there's a there's a lot that could have gone on here, but really none of it matters because we know that, you know, a house built of cards falls down or whatever the hell the saying that, is. That. I mean, their their relationship was clearly built on lies, whoever was telling them.
1: Right. And, and, maybe and they it's they over were now. Telling them. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. could
0: very well be. But Aladdin's moved on.
1: He has moved on. So, according to his Instagram, which I think is really cute, uh, he says, "There's only one woman that texts me that makes me smile like this, and it's not a blue-eyed blonde." And he goes to so he kind of hints like maybe there's a new love in his life, but uh, he clarifies today. He says, "Uh, "Mystery solved. They say heaven lays beneath your mother's feet, so I guess this makes her my angel." And he posted a picture of his love being his mom.
0: Oh, I didn't think that that's what he... I didn't get that that's what he was saying. Mm. Aww, backtracking on the new love. Backtracking on Maybe the Maybe it love. was just too soon. Maybe TLC producers came down on him a little bit. That just seems odd to me.
1: Does it? I mean, it could be. We'll, we, we'll never know. But he, he teased it, and then he took it back. So either he has a new love, or his love, first love was always his mom. Either way, he wins.
0: <sighs> the chat roll is going crazy over this. Nakia says, damn, why you got to lie so much for foreign bananas? <laughs> Kristen said, too many lies to sort it all out. His side, her side, and the real truth is always somewhere in the middle. Agreed, Kristen. Kelly wants us to hook Laura up with Sumit. Ooh, oh, just because uh, the they both
1: stretch the truth a little bit
0: here and there. I like how you said stretch
1: the truth, and I said lying.
0: <laughs> Others just say, thank God he moved on. <sighs> yeah. They are over it. Over it. But somebody is
1: in trouble with the law. Yeah, guys. So, Nicole's dad, Tyler, has been arrested for battery and possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, He's currently in custody following an alleged altercation between him and a woman at a gas station near Manatee County in Florida on Monday. So, uh, he's in jail. He has a five hundred dollar uh, bond, and according to for each for each charge, yeah, and according to uh some of the witnesses, he as far as what happened, the victim stated that he got into a verbal argument by one by the offender they're calling him now uh. And then the victim stated that the argument turned physical when the offender put his arm around her throat. The woman was apparently able to breathe during these alleged d- dispute, and she was not in fear of her life, but she thought he was going to hurt her. So uh, he's making big news. Nicole, only responses give me and my family space.
0: Yes, not uh, an unexpected ask from Nicole during this situation. Again, a big headline here, but, well, no, I I won't justify anything he did. He has been charged with battery Battery. and And possession of drug paraphernalia. There was actually cocaine residue found on a glass pipe in his front pocket during that arrest. And that article from Monday stating that he is still in custody. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not aware of any updates on that, of him being sprung.
1: Um, the latest article that I read was from today that he has not been. So So still sitting Mm -hmm. in
0: jail since Monday morning, I believe, is when this all went down.
1: Don't do drugs, kids. That's
0: right. And, uh, also there was some clarification too that the woman is just a friend that on top of all these things, he's not also cheating or something. he's
1: not, he's not involved with her. And, you know, it says a lot because apparently he was helping her move, uh, from a halfway house. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they were... And I'm just speculating, but maybe, you know, he's helping someone that's in recovery move on to the next spot, and maybe he himself is not fully recovered. Yeah. You know, and, you know, drugs make you crazy.
0: That's true. Tyler always seemed like a, a nice guy on the show, so I was surprised to see that. But uh, in light of giving Nicole the privacy that she asked for, we shall move on. On. <laughs> to who else? Who have we not talked about yet that we always talk about? The queen! The queen, Larissa! She spilled major tea to us weekly today, talking about that date that she went on with Corey on October 3rd. Actually, I think it was October 2nd? Maybe October 3rd was the next day? Um, I just remember that because it was the whole Mean Girls reference. But they went on this hot little date in Las Vegas. Remember, Evelyn went nutsy-faking. And Larissa is still kind of trying to Um, defend herself in this situation against Evelyn. And what Larissa had to say to us weekly was that Corey used her for attention, Uh, not different, you know, not too different from what Evelyn was saying at this time, too, that Corey was just looking to really kind of increase his reality stardom. And um, I'm sorry. Oh, get this, guys. Larissa says... Corey and Evelyn deserve each other, and it was absolutely a date based on the way that he was texting her and the things he was saying to her, Mm -hmm. and all night long, Corey was begging Larissa for a kiss, she says. Wow. So, while he and Evelyn continue to sort of uh, profess their love for one another, Larissa saying, hey, wait a minute,
1: remember that? Yeah, remember that? Spilling all the tea, Larissa. Go ahead, spill the tea. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe that he went there, uh, probably upset with Evelyn, and was like, hey, listen, Larissa is my type, if he has a type. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's hang out. I'm going to be in Vegas and see what happens. And and maybe he, Larissa was, or he was not Larissa's type, so, you know, he started off as friends, and now what?
0: Yeah, and, you know, Corey and Evelyn must just be on and off given the day because while Corey does continue to say, like, I love Evelyn Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. He also posted on Instagram stories uh, just a few days ago this, where he talks about Raul and Evelyn's relationship and said, I'm sick of people asking me about Raul and Evelyn, that he has not seen or spoken with Raul since the tell-all, and he says, I don't know what's been going on between Raul and Evelyn. I don't trust him. What he has done to me is not okay, and it's broken our friendship. I will not be speaking on this topic until after me and Raul speak face to face oh sounds like it's gonna go down between those two
1: i think it is probably but what's interesting is that he doesn't know what's going on so are you not talking to evelyn as well right good point right so like uh, i don't know what are you saying in between the lines there Corey? what are you really saying either way i just hope they're filming it all for happily ever after or
0: or whatever series they can throw them on Uh, Oh, but that wasn't the only news Larissa's, Megan. Man, Larissa stays busy.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, uh, according to Larissa, Colt tried to plant drugs on her to sabotage her court hearings and get her deported. And this really is upsetting to her because uh, she starts to talk about in her stories how uh, no one's going to date her after three arrests. Yeah. Um, Sad. And she says, sad but true. And then what does cult do because it's cult he puts in his stories I date you and that just set her all the way off like she she was not having any of cult's nonsense but cult like what are you really saying I date you still after everything that you've done planning the drugs calling her out by her name Getting your mama involved, like, come on, you two. I think those that text messages we text saw between messages, the two of all them. I love it, the ugliness. This is part ways. You both seem healthier and happier because of it. So, like, don't try to clickbait us.
0: <laughs> don't toy with our emotions, Colt. But yeah, those are. I mean, that's a huge allegation from Larissa yep. that Colt tried to plant drugs on her to get her deported, uh, and she was and she not. That's dissimilar from other claims that she made a couple of weeks ago about other things he's trying to do to get her out of the country. Mm-hmm. Let's check in a little bit with our live chat role. Karen said, why isn't Larissa kicked out of the country by now? An interesting question. Uh, Kat points out that Raul is with Laura now. I'm pretty sure they're just playing with yes, us on, on all of that, but One they certainly them. have been making those claims. And uh, Jules said, can someone tell me why Corey's not with Evelyn anymore? I'm confused. Girl, I don't blame you. I mean, we can barely keep track of this, and I got my finger on the pulse 24-7.
1: Jules, just say this. They're on again, they're off again, they're on again. (laughs) No one really knows. I don't even think those two know.
0: They probably don't. And uh, they're not the only ones who like to play this back-and-forth game. Again, you know, you we just we're ticking off the list. We just got to Larissa, so you know this next story is gonna be about Jay and Ashley, who made a big splash, or shall we say, a crash over the weekend when Jay posted this photo of his smashed up Mustang and just said, "Damn." So this is roadside. It looks like a terrible accident here,, uh, but with no other details. Well, who do we go to when we need the details on Jay's life?
1: Ashley. Yes,
0: Miss Ashley. All right, let me pull this up here. She had a lot to say about it. She said, for those of you who keep DMing me, that car wasn't linked to me at all. Please forward your questions to this sugar mama with a picture of a red-haired woman and a Geico insurance card and then added, listen, call me childish all you want. I don't blast people unless they disrespect and lie to me. Once you do that, it's game over and I don't give an F who gets mad about it. So, I mean, she's still pissed from the the, the re-breakup from last weekend. Yeah, she had
1: hidden and then had to, con- she didn't really have to confess because she was saying that she was not with him, but really behind closed doors she was. Right. And then the very public breakup of something that we didn't even know was happening.
0: And that Jay possibly had another woman pregnant. Yeah. That was that was just last week. So yeah. last week he's becoming a daddy. This week he's got a sugar mama. He's crashing his car. I mean, Ashley, thank you for keeping us informed. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without ya? Well, we would move on to this other little tidbit. Another ex-wife who, you know, makes sure we get the full scoop all the time. This time we are talking about Benjamin's ex, who we haven't seen on the show at all, of course, but she does regularly spill the tea on Insta at cactus underscore fruit underscore juice. Just love that name. And she was responding to somebody who posted on Twitter, Benjamin's ex took his money. Damn, bro. Uh I- uh, no, she says. says. <laughs> Since my inbox is filled with this question, here is your answer. I didn't receive any money in the divorce, none, not a dime. There were no lawyers and no alimony was awarded. We lived with my mom's, so there was no house to keep. He kept his vehicle. We didn't share a bank account. There wasn't money to split. So, what could leave someone broke after a divorce? Divorce response fee, that's around 280 bucks in Arizona where they live. Finding a place to live and starting up from nothing? Perhaps that could have done it to Ben she says but I say I took but to say I took all his money is inaccurate. I know there are three sides to a story but it's not my job to ensure people in believing mine. It just makes me feel better setting the record straight. So you know we weren't saying she was a gold digger but she wanted to make clear that she was not.
1: Thoughts on this Linda? I am so curious about this lady because I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, so do you want to be a part of this whole 90-day family? Oh. Are you trying to set the record straight? Because she kind of bounces in and bounces out. And just, like, with little tidbits and, and not enough for it to be, like, juicy, juicy. Like, okay, no one was saying anything about your divorce and, and the money thing. So, like, what what's your angle? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious about what her angle is. Because I could kind of see that being a spinoff. Like, Ben and Akini—we don't really know what's exactly going on with them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe have the ex come in and you know stir up some drama. Why mm. not? I Throw mean, her
0: in the mix. Right, and as Grayson's m- mom, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Akini's future stepson, she would certainly have a role on that, we would think. Let's check in a little bit with the chat role. Oh, they, they're feeling bad for Benjamin. They say they like him. Um, the rest of them say, nope, we don't even know who that is. I mean, not surprised to hear that Benjamin and Akini haven't made a huge splash. Uh, Becky wants to know, did I miss the Avery and Devin fight thing? You, you did, did! But you can rewind. Keep watching now. Stay tuned and come back to that later. Isola uh, says, you know, Benjamin is probably just attracted to African women. I mean, I think that's pretty clear.
1: Yeah, it's very clear.
0: And Stephanie just said, yeah, we love that she spills some tea here and there. <laughs> We love hearing all about this crazy cast and the crazy cast from past seasons and all of that. But it is, of course, time to also kind of start looking ahead at the brand new season of 90 Day Fiance. November third, Yay! We've gotten to know a few of the couples a little bit through some sneak peeks and some trailers. Mm -hmm. But there were a few of them that gave some exclusive interviews, some juicy, uh, juicy interviews this week that I wanted to make sure you guys all heard about. So who you're looking at here is Juliana and Michael. They've made a huge splash because of this simple prostitute line in the in the trailer in the trailer right? yeah so
1: she was at her the interview for the visa process and was offended that whoever was in the government had asked her You know, how long she had been a prostitute.
0: Michael told the New York Post exclusively, we were asked during Juliana's visa interview in Rio de Janeiro if she had worked as a prostitute within the last 10 years. It's probably just a basic question that they have to ask everybody. He says, and of course, (laughs) the answer was no, she's not a prostitute. I mean, don't you think they want to make sure that what they're getting into is making sure that a woman is not being sex trafficked?
1: Okay, I see that. Right, so this is Mm -hmm. probably an
0: important question, although I could see how you'd be a little off-put by that. Uh, Both Juliana and Michael were present in this interview, and they just gave a little bit of kind of cutesy tidbits about how they met. Uh, Juliana said when she saw her much younger, she's 23, he's Mm -hmm. 42, man, she said, when I saw his green eyes and smile, I just melted. I really wanted to talk to him, but I couldn't speak English at the time. Oh, that's so cute. That's cute. Uh, one more little uh, tidbit from this New York Post article that actually implied that the uh, TLC reaches out to immigration lawyers mm-hmm. to try to cast some of these people to find some of the folks to be on the show. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard that before. I
1: heard that from the the beginning where they are recruiting not only with the lawyers, but they'll go down to the courthouses to see who has filed uh, K-1 visa work. Wow. And, and reach out to them to see if they have a good storyline.
0: They're they're doing just as much research as we are. Yeah. And I know people have also wondered about, there wasn't a lot of info given that Michael is a dad. We knew he has kids and that Juliana would be stepping into a new stepmom role. This article has some more info on that. It says Juliana, uh, sorry, <laughs> Michael's ex-wife and he have two kids under 13. Mm-hmm. So two very young children that uh, Juliana will become the stepmom to. And Juliana kind of wrapped it all up by saying, I've been to all the biggest cities in the world modeling. She's a very lucrative modeling career. But now I finally get to see the U.S. I can't wait to see Snowfall. She's never been here before. And reportedly they are on their 90-day K-1 visa right, right now. now. Mm-hmm.
1: Karen, new season starts November 3rd, so just right around the corner this week or end of the week.
0: We are so excited about it. We are, of course, also going to see Blake and Jasmine Mm -hmm. on this new season. They talked to Entertainment Tonight and told us a little bit more about those, about themselves. And Blake told the magazine in the beginning, it was like, a bumpy ride for both of us and it got kind of nerve-wracking and promises the viewers that you'll see it. Jasmine pipes in and said, "I don't really care what people say. The only thing I care about is what my family thinks and the people that I love." She does seem pretty laid back in mm-hmm. most of the footage that we've sh- that we've seen. And uh, Blake though teasing it a little bit harder, he said, "You will see some major drama." Well, oh, and this, this strikes an argument between the two of them. Jasmine said, I'm a drama-free person. And then she tells Blake, you're more drama than me.
1: I think those two are adorable. I'm looking forward to them on this new season. I think they're, they're a really cute couple.
0: But a little bit of tension, though, I sense. And him calling her stupid in that one clip is probably something that is going to... Uh, resonate and make a bit of a splash when we see it.
1: Yeah, I think that he comes off as the the extrovert and her the introvert. So I think that match is going to be really good TV. Mm
0: -hmm. And now you're looking at Sinjin and Tanya. That picture of them with the cameras is from an article that came out in the New York Times several months ago Mm -hmm. that if you haven't read, you have to. It's super juicy. But he gave an exclusive interview as well and revealed that Tanya hadn't seen the show before but that Sinjin loved to watch it with his mom how cute is that and that he's actually the one who kind of pitched to her like hey maybe this is something we should do and not surprisingly as soon as Tanya sent the email to producers they got a response almost immediately saying yes 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 we want you on this show so looking forward to tons of drama from Sinjin and Tanya
1: what in the Caesar and Maria 2.0 Nikia says
0: (laughs) (laughs) I assume she's referring to Michael and Juliana. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, well, since you all want to talk a little bit more about Michael and Juliana, since they have made so so many headlines, let's play a little game of do we ship Mm -hmm. it? All right. We're going to take Michael and Juliana this time and we're going to tell you what we think. Are we shipping these two out or are they shipped as in in a relationship for life? All right, you just heard all the dirty details, the age difference, the stepkids, the the alleged prostitution.
1: The language barrier. The
0: language barrier, the fact that she's never been here to the
1: U.S. before. The model dreams. Yes, Linda, do we ship it? Girl, you know that I'm shipping it out of here. Really? Yes, yes. I don't buy it for one minute. I think that we have um, another, and I don't know why, the Jonathan the Realtor a story where you have a successful guy he meets this lady who has model dreams and wants to come to America and be taken care of while pursuing her modeling career and I think that's exactly what's going to happen
0: Mm, I disagree. I am shipping these two for life. I think they might actually make it last and make it work. You know what really convinced me is her saying like, oh, when I saw his eyes and his smile, I melted. It seems like they truly are in love. And also, as far as her modeling career, she's very successful. She travels all the time. She's from South America, but she travels all the time to the U.K. uh, and other places, I believe Asia, other places around the world. So as far as that, it seems like she would have some money. She's already got the potential to travel so she doesn't need to maybe find an American man to marry just to come to the U.S., but their age difference obviously raises some questions, and I'm sure will be an issue. The stepmom thing, I think that depends more on the kids. And Michael seems like the kind of guy who has raised uh respectful, well-behaved children. And mm-hmm. I think those are probably easier to be a stepmom to than maybe some of the other kids that we've seen on the show. Maybe. I love right?
1: I love your optimism. I love that.
0: I really I'm I'm shipping these two. I think they might actually be able to make it work.
1: Chat roll, chime in. They are. They're saying ship, ship up sorry is saying ship out luna ship out karen agrees happy mood says ship out uh stephanie says doot doot oh you guys becky says ship out so i think that uh the romance that's in your eyes christy (laughs) oh she loves them we'll see
0: We'll see. We shall see, and I cannot wait to watch, actually, and you guys will be covering it here on AfterBuzz, I assume?
1: We are covering all things 90 days, of course, guys, so definitely make sure that you are subscribing to this reality channel, because we cannot miss a beat, and it's starting November 3rd
0: yay so looking forward to that and uh, you know if uh, these folks in the chat role want to keep up with you throughout the rest of the week Linda Guys, where would if, they do
1: that at? if you want to keep up with me uh, hit me up at Linda so girly all across social media I definitely uh, answer back so you can slide into those DMs and if you have a little 411 let me know <laughs>
0: I love that. My name, well, you know my name, but you guys can always hit me up at Christy Reports. I hope you do. And please subscribe to my channel at Christy Reports. We will be back next week with more 90 Day Fiancé News Weekly. If you haven't joined us live, you have to. Everybody in the chat is having so much fun. And we want to thank you for coming and joining us live. You can do that on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific on AfterBuzz's reality TV channel. Hope that you do. And uh, we'll see. Oh, and also watch 90 Day Fiancé News daily. I knew I was forgetting something important, every single day, also right here. And on that note, we will see you next week. Bye, Have guys. a good one. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV.
1: Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And
0: we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>